Yo, yo, yo. Thanks for joining in. So today we're going to talk about the business of comics, right? Starting your business officially, uh, sales, marketing, building your brand, developing an audience. So without further ado, let's get right into it. First thing you have to do is figure out if you're going to be a business or if you're going to do this as a hobby. You just like drawing, you just like writing and you know, getting into the stickiness of, of, of creating a business entity and talking about sales and marketing just, just you know, puts you off and it's going to take the fun out of it. Hey, do your thing and create your art to you know, write, write your, your, your stories and share them with people and, and enjoy it. Uh, but if you're going to look to make money off of this, if you're going to look to, to, you know, get out there and, and, you know, push this as a business and you want that return, then I think you need to make that decision and you have to establish yourself as a business entity, right? The, the state treats people that have a business differently than they treat people who do things as a hobby in the tax code. Now, I'm in, I'm in America, so if you're in different countries listening, you have to figure out your own uh, uh, tax system and, and economy and, and you know, how you can go about establishing yourself as, as a business entity in your own country. In America, the tax code is built for, for business owners. It's not meant to benefit individuals. At least it doesn't do it effectively. Okay, so if, you, if you're going to do this and get into the comic book business, then you need to establish yourself in, in LLC, uh, a DBA at least, or right? some type of sole proprietorship. You know, there's different levels, but you need to have something that protects you, that protects your IP. Right? If you're just a you know, an individual and, you, you know, you're talking to people about, about, you know, a comic idea or a movie idea. And then that business, that company goes out and actually makes that. Uh, who do you think is going to win in court? You know, the, the company that has established and created the product and or the person that's saying, hey, they stole my idea. Well, you know, what backing? Do you have any paperwork? Usually people that don't operate like a business don't have the business effects to, to you know, be successful in litigation and in court, right? So protecting your own IP, your own ideas, protecting your individual assets. Say you, you're an individual and you, you know, you're, you've made this comic book that's really close to somebody else's idea that's in production or, or, you know, you've ripped so much off of a, off of a movie or, or iconic, you know, character that's kind of, you know, close. This happens in music all the time. They, they, they took that one, that one rift and made a whole song about it. And that person that made that rift was like, Hey, that, that's my rift. That's the basis of their song on loop. Pay me my money. I get a percentage of that, right? If you're just a, a individual, your own personal bank account is is uh, accessible and, and at liability for that encroachment on their IP. If you're a business entity, there's a separation, you know, between your personal account and your business uh, uh, account. And, and, you know, there's a clear distinction in litigation about what they can and cannot come for. Okay. The other thing is is just legitimacy in in the industry itself, right? So if you're trying to work with artists and hey, I bring you know I'm looking for an artist or writer come on this project, and you're you're just you know Harry or Sally or or Mary, uh, and they're getting other offers. They're they're professional, right? They they're very good at what they do, and you're asking them to come onto your project, but another company, you know, uh, LLC somebody that has that name entity logo uh, uh, established who do you think that professional artist or writer is going to go with 
right? It becomes very hard to find quality you know, talent if you're not established and you're not legitimately a, a business, right? But you want to interact with people on a business on a business platform stand, all right? So you be you become a real business and you also get the perception uh, which which you know raises your status in the, in the in the market in the industry, all right? Not to mention the financial protections and benefits from having an LLC or a DBA is established. There's there's levels. There's different things that an LLC provides that a DBA doesn't. Uh, uh, but it's important that if you want to be a business, you know, reach out. Uh, I, I go through LegalZone for a lot of my legal stuff, uh, uh, effects and things that I need, and they've they've they haven't failed me. They're very customer service friendly. Uh, get answer all your questions. If you need to talk to a lawyer, they'll refer you to one. And that's your lawyer for an hour or whatever, uh, and they, you could talk to them, and they'll answer questions on your side, right? So, uh, establish people that oh, I don't have the money to I don't have the money to establish a business, right? It costs three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars to start a business. Well, if you actually start that business, that is becomes a business write-off. That's a business expense. The creation of your business is a business write-off. The operation of your business, uh, uh, the the creation of the product, all become a write-off. So, yeah, I don't have money to pay an artist. Well, pay the artist and write it off as as an expense. I don't have money to to start the business. Start the business and then think the long term and write it off as an expense. So you you don't get those write-offs if you're doing this as a hobby. That's the time and the money that you put into it is just one way out the door, and you're hoping that that product is good enough that you can. Uh, start recouping some some profit, but if you establish some profit, now your 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 tax liability goes up because you're not a business. This is your personal bank account, so you make a hundred thousand dollars on one comic, and now you're taxed at the hundred thousand dollar mark. Maybe the next few years aren't that good, uh, or then you know you have one good month and then the sales kind of fall off. Well, uh, the tax the tax code kind of sees that a certain way. If you're just an individual, if you're a business, you have that separation. Now you get the benefits of the write-offs and the protection from your from you know your individual uh, tax liability. So, uh, so many benefits from doing it the right way, and, and you know your business actually starts. So if you're thinking I already started doing this, uh, you know how I don't it might be too late. I'm just you know operating like this. Uh, you, you might want to talk to a professional, but as soon as you start occurring expenses, if you establish a business, you can go back and start counting. Uh, those as business expenses. So I'm not sure what the statute of limitations are. I'm, I'm not, uh, uh, you know, I'm not a tax consultant. I'm not, a, a, a you know, a, a lawyer or anything like that. You know, I, I just told you I, I go to LegalZoom and all this education I'm imparting on you from my conversation and you know, when I establish my LLC. So you can go back and, and start your, your, your business actually starts when you accrue in expenses. So all the right that all the art that you paid for business write off. All the, you know, uh, the establishment of the business is a write-off. You know, the marketing, the production, the, the legal, you know, uh, expenses, all potential write-offs, okay? So, yeah, there's a benefit from getting out of doing this as a hobby and doing this as a business, just starting from how much you can produce and, and you know, uh, how you can benefit from, from spending money on a good product, knowing that you can you can write some of that off, okay? Uh, you know, if... if you know, filing taxes, you know, you, you, some, a lot of these big corporations, you know, Amazon, those, those companies have very limited tax liability. And some of them even get a refund 
I mean, come, there's, if you're not thinking about doing this as a business and you're only on the hobby, maybe this podcast may maybe show you or think about doing this a different way. Okay. You know, hobbies, you're, you're spending money as a business. You're, you're, it's an investment. All right. Uh, yeah, and, and you're going to the next part, you know, as a business, now you start planning, you know, where, where's the return in the comic book industry? Where's my sales going to come from? What's the ROI, the return on investment on this output, on this product? I see a lot of, of indie, you know, Kickstarter is, is their profit margin, or that's how they're recouping uh, money. You pr- produce a, a comic and see if I can make the money back on the Kickstarter, right? It takes a lot of time, even if, if you're doing your own art and production. Uh, you're spending a lot of time away from other money-making ventures. Uh, and I think as a business owner, you want to get out of that exchange of time for money, time for hours uh, and, and figure out a way that this can automate and, and become residual. So, you know, plan that out, figure that out, talk to somebody who has good business experience, or at least take, you know, my experience in the business. I didn't, I didn't develop my business savvy in the world of comics. I'm bringing my business experience and business savvy into this new venture that I, I've undertaken in comic books. So, uh, you know, where's the return coming from? Comic book sales are down. People, people aren't, aren't, you don't see comic book shops popping up there. They've had a little bit of resurgence uh, uh, lately, but it is a digital world. And I'm not sure it's ever going back. There's a nostalgia from having your, 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 your comic, your physical comic. And, and I'm, I'm, we're creating, we're creating a physical comic as well. Uh, but figure out where your niche is. You know, sh- you know, we're trying to take kind of the Shonen model, uh, uh, which, you know, Shonen got out of physical comics. They're all on digital. All right. And, I, and I'm on my phone reading the next Baruto or Naruto, you know, uh, uh, episode, whatever manga I'm following, I read it right on my phone, All right? So you can make sales without that physical comic if that's not your, you know, sometimes just creating a webtoon or, or a digital comic just can be more cost-effective than, than compiling. But we're definitely gonna, gonna kind of go multiple routes with Royal House Comics, you know, our comic company. Uh, we're definitely developing some, some, some physical comics. Some of our series are going straight to webtoon to start. Yeah, we might bounce back and forth, but but definitely, you know, we're trying to diversify, right? You want to have some diversity. You want to, you know, be adaptable to a new and changing market. If you've been doing physical comics, and you know, your your Kickstarter is is your your you know how you're getting sales or how you're recouping investment, and it's just not hidden. It's a risk. You know, you're not always hitting your targets, or you're hitting your targets, but you know, you're just kind of breaking even on the time and money that that was spent creating it. Uh, uh, diversify, analyze yourself, analyze if there's other, other, uh, uh, platforms or avenues that you, that you can you know, go to. Uh, if you have a good niche and you're finding it, sh- share that with us, share, share, share that. Let me know. And, and you know, I'll, we'll, we'll utilize that as a, as a working model. If you're coming to the business, find some models that work us. We we're, we're trying to do the, the new Shonen model. We want to be, I write books, right? I started, I st- my first product was a novel. For Pharaoh versus Priest, I'm creating a comic for Pharaoh versus Priest. The book is a marketing arm for the comic. The comic is a marketing arm for the book. I've already pitched the idea to studios, and I have a, a small studio that that is you know, ready to, to help me write the screenplay and to pitch it, you know, in that industry. Uh, and and you know that's kind of this circular. The more people that watch the movie, or or you know, it could be a, a, a webtoon or or a stream on a YouTube. Maybe they go buy the book. 
people buy the book want to see the comic right so people aren't just in one genre a lot of ya readers or fantasy readers will also read comics a lot of comic book readers will also pick up a book or a novelization they'll both love to watch a movie on, on something that they're interested in so diversify adapt to, to the changing uh, uh, you know world and, and and marketing and sales dynamic right marvel comics was on its deathbed right they they were people weren't buying comics anymore and they had a resurgence from 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 movie studios that say this you know we can make this bigger than what it is and and you got to have that extra strategy you got to have that point where where okay that's the dollar amount that's the the end point where i can relinquish that to some to someone else a lot of people are scared of that of, of moving to that next venture but i'm i'm not a director i'm not a a, a you know, a movie producer, there's going to be a point where I have to relinquish some of this IP to somebody who's in that wheelhouse. And, you know, what's that dollar amount to, to buy it from me? Or, you know, is there a share, you know, can you bring me along for the ride? Is it, you know, what's that level? Or, you know, if they don't meet that number and saying, no, you know, that's not my extra strategy. That's not enough for, for what I think this idea is worth. And, and, and knowing that kind of as you, as you create uh, the, you know, the product and create the series and create the brand. Right. If I build, if we build Royal House Comics to, you know, uh, to to where we know it can go. And somebody said, hey, come up under our umbrella for a hundred million dollars. I'm sure me and my team would <laughs> would probably say, yeah, yeah, that's the number. That's the number that that will make all of this worth it. You can you can kind of take it over uh, from there and we'll we, we never run out of imagination or good ideas. We'll, we'll start a new one, which would be another hundred million dollar idea for the next studio. So. What is your starting point? What's your exit strategy? Very important. Start operating like a business with business effects. Okay. People smell this a mile away. Uh, you want to work with a good artist or writer and you don't have an NDA or ability to send over NDA and have them sign it. Right. Or understand how important non-disclosures are and somebody sharing an idea that, that they really are hesitant to share or producing a character that they don't really know what you're going to do with it. You know, uh, People's people, you know, talented people can smell that a mile away and professionals treat themselves uh, in, in, in professional standards. So if you're up and coming and you can't produce a, a NDA, don't expect to get too many professional artists or writers wanting to work with you. Produce a general agreement. Stick to it. If you're going to you know, pay something, put it in writing. If you're going to receive uh, uh, you know, payment for something, ask for it in writing and, and sign those contracts where, where both people have copies of expectations. That's just good business, good business and, and, and valuing of people it has to do with setting expectations and meeting expectations. That's where the confusion comes from. Either somebody didn't clearly set out what the expectation was or somebody didn't meet it. OK, so make sure you're practicing good, having good business practices and doing both those things. Well, you know, line out what the profit sharing, what the what the sharing of IP ownership is before you start getting into action with people on a business platform. OK. That's 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 where the sticky situations come because things weren't clearly drawn out. Now for the fun stuff, the sales and marketing. So after you have all that stuff done, uh, you know how do you how do you have effective sales and how do you market well and find an audience and grow an audience, uh, establish a brand uh, that's that's visible in in a, a very competitive uh, market, which indie comics is. A lot of people getting into it. A lot of talent out there. So what sets you apart? How do you make sales? How do you market yourself in this world of indie comics or comic books or, or you know, novels, publishing in general? 
right? And I think the first thing you got to do is make a good product. You know, don't skimp on on any aspects of of that product. A lot of people skimp because they don't have the money. I'm, you know, I, I can't spend on that. You know, can can we do this on the cheap? And the audience and the readers can see that a mile away. And if you don't have a business, and then I can see why you'd be a, a little hesitant to spend money. Uh, on, on anything. But if you have a business and you see that as a write-off, an investment, then you understand that you actually are getting some of some of that money back on the back end if you can have a little patience and long-term uh, a trajectory uh, in, within your plan, built in your plan. So a lot of the money that I'm spending on art and, and uh, developing a team, creating an entity itself is actually a write-off. All right. So Start by having good business sense and then start practicing good business if you want to have good sales and marketing. OK, uh, learn what your needs are. Uh, 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 follow good models, do your th- do things your way. But sales and marketing is its own profession. People go to school for business, marketing, uh, business development. Right. I have a lot of friends that I went to. I went. To, I was a psychology major. Uh, but I cut my teeth in sales and marketing out of college. I went and worked for Velocity Sports Performance in Redondo Beach. It's a, a sports performance training facility, one of the first. You see a lot of these training facilities opening up. Uh, Velocity in Redondo Beach is actually a partner with the Dodgers now. That was their exit strategy, right, is to get a big company to come in and train. When I started working there in 2007, right, I graduated in 2006, I uh, you know, spent a little time kind of doing nothing. And then I, I went and worked for Velocity Sports Performance and the building was empty. They had a bunch of weights, had a nice facility where there was no athletes. People didn't even know what sports performance was. And that high school kids and youth kids can go into this nice facility that should be only reserved for professional athletes and train and develop and get better at their craft. So uh, that was my first job, first kind of kind of standard real benefits job after college and that's where I cut my teeth in business development and, and from from the business owner who I worked hand in hand with uh, who who showed me the ropes in business and showed me how to do these things the right way right so uh, the first thing we had to do was get into the market so I, I went out into these uh, you know youth games and uh, high school events and track meets and I rolled up my my uh, uh you know, easy up and popped it up and put our table with our with our name on there and had like a little raffle. We'll give away a, you know, a, a, a free month of training. If you put your name in the raffle, get these leads and I call them and it's a it's a numbers game. But the first thing people want to know is, is, are you likable? You know, did, did he approach me with respect? You know, did he did he encroach upon? Did I did he find the right time in to come? Did it? You know, did he was it was I bothersome? Uh, right. Uh, uh, was I aggressive or you know too assertive that kind of puts people off? Uh, uh, people will buy things from people that are likable first, right? Then they want to know if they can trust you. Or, you know, are they giving me good advice? Is he just telling me anything to make a sale, or is he telling me that's what's going to benefit you know me and my family? Uh, uh, and then and then you know what is all right? What is your product? What do you, what do you got? And then you can sell yourself and tell them what you do. So. That's kind of a good marketing plan that doesn't just work in sports performance or, you know, in the restaurant industry or you know any type of, of, of you know, venture that you're undergoing. But it also works in, in comic sales uh, and marketing. So if you're building an audience, 
uh, you know, you're interacting with people in these groups and you want them to buy what, you know, your products, how are you interacting with them? Are, are you respectful? Not that you have to change who you are and thing like that, but there's business etiquette. If you're doing this as a hobby, do whatever you want. You're just making, you're just making this for yourself anyway, right? Just, just to follow your passion. If you're doing this as a business, interact with people in a business, in a business way, in a professional way, because uh, people can sense it a, a mile away. Right. So uh, be respectful. Start by offering value to them. Okay. Hey, interact with, with their, with their content. Hey, I mean, that's, that's awesome. Hey, uh, 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 that character is great. That comic, that comic idea is awesome. Yes. Yeah, so I support. So I'm going to tell you, buy everybody Kickstarter. I don't, I don't think that's a real good business model in the long term. Just you know, Kickstarter after Kickstarter. I'm in these, some of these Facebook groups and all I see is just the next Kickstarter, the next Kickstarter. And it's just 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 flowing down my feed and I can't support all of them. I look at the art, but I almost get a little a little dull to it, um, you know, as a long term business model. So so interact with people genuinely. People want to know that you care about what they're doing. Then maybe they'll say, oh, when you post, they'll interact with you and and share and like and comment and, and raise your you know profile in these different in these in the industry and in these different markets. Uh, uh, for you to to grow a brand, a brand and build and build yourself and have people uh, show and care about what about what you're doing, okay? So be genuine. Have, follow good business practices. Follow good business models. Uh, reach out and find out what your niche is, uh, and and get in there, right? So uh, you, there's a lot of ways. If you if you're not a savvy business person and you want to pay for a marketing guru, one some of those some of those entities people are very expensive you know fifteen hundred dollars is a low low ball they go up from there uh, and and really the the services are kind of cookie cutter uh, kind of more like flashing you know kind of being in the day daylight right you know very general hey this is what we do for our clients type of type of layout and you know everybody kind of gets the same the same uh, you know business approach to to how they do things uh, I found, and I, I'm with our company, Royal House Comics. We're we're getting into connecting with influencers. We we see how big influencers are are right in a niche that you're trying to expand in, and sometimes connecting with them. Sometimes it can be, you know, a, a limited uh, uh, you know partnership. Hey, I pay you for a post, all right, right? Sometimes it can build from there if there's any cross value or cross promotion, which which those entities are going to be a lot more. Those individuals are going to be a lot more open to cross promotion or limited than some of those bigger companies and production markets, market companies um, that that really don't service your niche. All right. So I, I kind of look into more connecting with some of those influencers that we we're we're our first project uh, for Royal House Comics is Dombe. It's a West African martial art where they wrap up their arm. Uh, and this really stiff cord on one arm, and that's called their their spear hand. And then they block with the with the unwrapped hand. It's called their shield hand. And there's very technical, rich culture uh, uh, that's that's African. And uh, there's a hashtag which is very popular. And and we're working that hashtag on Instagram, right? We we have six or seven artists that all get paid in Royal House, uh, plus they they share ownership. Plus they share IP, so every everybody's actually a partner in Royal House Comics, 
and they they love producing these characters that me and the other writers uh, uh, create and and they're vested in and it's this character's success uh, and and we're putting out art all the time we're hashtagging Dombe on everything and we have just just a hostile takeover of the Dombe uh, 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 top board right so we've only been active on Instagram as a house for about two weeks and if you go on the Dombe hashtag D-A-M-B-E you're gonna see our artists all over that thing more visibility than than uh, some of them has experienced in years uh, of working as an individual as a hobby because they've got with a business entity with all the shared resources of good writing uh, Chuck are, is one of our one of our partners is a, is a marketing guru he's, he's working he's developing the YouTube channel you know, I started this podcast, so each of us benefit from the other's uh, wheelhouse and experience. The writers are producing really rich characters all the time. The artists bring those characters to life with just in crazy, amazing execution and, and visuals. That, and our company is dropping content more uh, uh, than any individual can ever compete with. So we, you know, we've been together. Uh, we had about eleven. We had eleven people on the team. We have about seven artists and the rest are, are writers. We have four series that are in some aspect of production. In under two months, we have over 30 characters that have already been drawn that are you can see on our on our Facebook group or, or in our on our Instagram page. More are coming every single day. Um, we have a, a, a methodical rollout. So we have ones that are made that you haven't even seen that we haven't even shown yet because we're doing our flagship first for Dombe. So just, just if you work and you bring people together, you can do so much more than, than as an individual. So uh, developing a business and growing yourself and your team uh, by being able to work with others is, is always going to be preferable than, than the go it alone approach. I have some, some uh, individuals, I won't call them competitors because, you know, we're in indie comics. We should be rooting for everybody, but, individuals who you know kind of do it alone I'm, I'm the writer and i'm the artist how, how good can you be at both there are some that do it great and, and i think those are the exception not the rule right because how good can you really get at, at another full-on separate art form if i'm an artist and i've spent 15 years developing my craft how much time have i really put into the to the craft of writing if i'm a writer and I've, I've, I write every single day. Uh, you know, I, need, I need an artist. I'm not going to be able to draw this comic. So I have to value the art aspect of it. I see way too much intra-competition between artists and writers in some of these uh, indie worlds, right? Where the, the artist, you know, wants the, the high commission up front. You know, I'm not telling anybody to bring down, down their commission, but, you know, just be open to better business always and analyze their success. But... You know, commission, you know, com that's that's one way to operate a business. You're going to just be producing commission, commission, commission. Awesome. Uh, I think that's still an exchange of time for money. And you can only, how many commissions can you do in a day or in a week? You know, if it's $300 and it takes you a week uh, to produce that, and then after you produce it, it's no longer yours. You know, I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure how long-term of a business model that is for for making a whole lot of money in in comics right if you look at japan some of those main you know main some of those horror stories of of the the anime artists who works you know 60 hours a week and is 
you know, still living the standard, still living pretty, you know, modest to, to, you know, lower socioeconomic life, right? So find a better way. There's got to be a better way. And that's how we started Royal House Comics. I saw how the industry was was working and I said, there's got to be a better way. And I developed a team, created, you know, put out an outreach to, to partners who are on a team where we're, we all share uh, uh, royalties in all of the series. We all inter, uh, uh, help one series, whether it's the art. Uh, so all the artists are in on Dombe. That's why we have nobody can match our Dombe content, right? Uh, all the writers have contributed to some aspect of the Dombe story, makes making it more rich. And I, I started, I brought the, the idea, but I, I worked with our, our Nigerian writer, Toby, who just brought so much authenticity to the world. I mean, he's from Africa, he's from Nigeria. Our other writer, Ishmael, added this character that has really became a kind of a, just a fun, uh, a, you know, pivotal point in the book. Uh, and it just, it's just really a team collaboration and just so much more of a better product with the collaboration and the team effort. And, and we went from from not being on the top Dombe hashtag to you see us all over that thing. We, we got, I have about two or three, I don't, I don't post I don't like competing with my own posts, but you're going to see Royal House Comics putting up new Dombe characters for the next two or three weeks. It's all promotion as the, as the panels are being shown. Okay, so that's your marketing. Build a team of marketers. Bring on a, you know, somebody that knows marketing or at least reach out to somebody that knows marketing, that knows business, if you're trying to figure out how to do this right. All right, so connect with the influencer. That's not that's a spotlight. So the, the big company is going to charge you a lot. That's like flashing daylight. Everybody's getting a little daylight. And, and, you know, I don't really think you can claim that as your own. All right. Find an influencer who's going to spotlight you. Uh, uh, Nubia Mancy reposted one of our Dombe characters. And we went from getting about 40 likes to that post, that repost, getting about 400 likes. Our Instagram page has been open for two weeks and we have over 200 followers. I was in other Facebook groups and I decided to make a Royal House comic group and that group in two and a half weeks is 200 followers. Now that might not seem like a lot, but that is incredible pace. If we sustain that pace, you know, what can, what are we going to be in two, three, two or three, you know, months, a year, right? We'll be able to achieve that type of growth, uh, uh with a sustainable and, and creative marketing plan. So, uh, if you don't know these these are things and listen to this podcast figure out some of these things for you and your your team and, and uh, you know get in there get your get your hands dirty that's what the last thing is gorilla the gorilla marketing get into these comic cons if somebody wants to interview somebody some of these podcasts or, or you know zoom interviews hey let them know hey i got a project i've done like two or three interviews uh early on as i'm just coming out uh, as more content is coming out uh some of them haven't even been aired yet. They're, they're already teed up with, with scheduled airtime as I'm scheduling more, right? So uh, uh, getting in these groups and interacting in a real genuine way, not just, hey, I'm in the group, support my Kickstarter. I think that's so transparently um, uh, disingenuine to, to how you value, you know, the, the other creators, right? Get in those groups and comment on stuff that you like, uh, uh, you know, interact with people somebody's asking for advice interact with them in a real genuine in way it's one thing i can't stand is unsolicited criticism 
right? And people are telling you how to do things without respecting your own learning curve, right? I, I, when I started, uh, I put out the feeler, hey, who wants to do this? Who wants to create a publishing house? I had a few people that, uh, you know, came in and, and, hey, if you're going to do this, you got to do this this way. So, you know what? That's not going to work. You know, we're, we're all going to come together. We're going to share our ideas, our experience. We don't need nobody coming in that's trying to, like, you know, strong arm or, or figure out how to do this themselves. We're going to figure out how to do this together. So some people came in for a short time, came out. Right. We, we developed, we've kind of closed the group at our 11 member team. Now we meet every two weeks and we're always pushing the program forward. But we, we have this self uh, fulfilling cycle of, 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 of growth. So if the artist posts something, the whole team is on that post, man, like share comment. Cause that, that raises it in, in the algorithm on Facebook and Instagram. Right. Uh, one of the writers makes a post, uh, uh, the artists are on it. Bam, I like that. Bam, share, like, comment. Right? It takes very little effort and it's just so impactful for the way those 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 platforms raise uh, uh, operate that just really raises your profile. If you're on Instagram, utilize those hashtags. Those hashtags are golden for growing an audience. So we we're we're taking over the Dombe hashtag. We're just reached out and partnered with a Dombe, one of the biggest Dombe uh, uh, affiliates based in Africa, African Warriors uh, FC, that own that Dombe hashtag. We say, hey, we want to, we want to be working with you, and, and we developed a partnership, and and we just started, so that we're gonna be getting a post. But they're already liking our stuff, right? Nubia Mansi uh, uh, liked our stuff. Uh, one of our artists added them or hashtagged them, and they reposted. That was our biggest following post. That made it to the top of the Dombe chart. We're getting people that connect on our hashtag and come follow our page from there. So there's a lot of growth from these algorithms if you work it right. If you don't work it right, then, then you know, that you're missing out on potential customers. Okay, to potential audience. And if you're in sales, everybody's got to be a potential customer. So people are listening uh, to how you interact with these, with these other people in the groups. I've been put off. And, and supported a Kickstarter that I would never support again because the person who, who ran that comic, just, you know, just, just just didn't like the way they move. It's like the way they, they interact with people. Yeah, you know, they'll, 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 you know, diss on somebody else's, but on the next one, they want you to share, they want you to, to share and like their stuff. So, you know, good business is, is, is all about, do they like, you know, are you likable? Uh, uh, are you trustworthy? And then, you know, how's your product? Does your, your product has got to get value. Sometimes people buy something just because they like you, right? But if you want people to come back, your your product has got to have value. It's got to be good. It's got to give them something that's missing. It's got to be different, okay? And if it is, then there's a target audience for it. So get in those niches. Use those hashtags. Uh, build a team that can actually produce content. Some people have an audience and aren't producing enough content. You lose it, right? Uh, if you have a good team, you got... People that I see a lot of, a lot of creators in these in these uh, uh, groups that are still looking for artists, are looking for writers, right? We we have a team. We have about six or seven writers who are all leads on one of uh, four pro uh, projects that are in development. We have a team of writers who are all connected with one of those products, uh, those series that are coming out. In this year, we'll have four series that finish their first issue, whether it be a physical comic or a webtoon.
and all of them will be featured on our YouTube channel. All right. And I have this podcast where I can share uh, ideas. So if you don't have a podcast, you don't have a YouTube channel, you're missing out on audience. A lot of these people, I, I have all four. I, I spend very little time watching TV. I, I do my work. I do my job. Uh, uh, I, I'm into my business. Uh, and and a lot of this social media marketing can almost be a full-time full-time venture, right? I'm, I'm working hashtags. I'm posting our artist stuff. I'm I'm interacting in these in these groups to build our audience. I've created our own group, right, which which grew to 200 people uh, in a week and a half. The re- the way that did that is because if you're in sales, you're marketing. You can't be scared to sell yourself. And the first uh, group or leads that you have are your friends and family. You have 200 contacts in your phone. You have 600 followers that are that are connected to you somehow on Facebook, they should all get an invite. They should all get a text to about what you're doing. Hey, come to my Facebook group. Hey, I'm starting a comment. Please like, you know, like these posts. Hey, uh, uh, if that's your route, hey, I got a Kickstarter, you know, can you support it? Right. You can't be scared to sell yourself. Get into these groups, connect with some influencers, hashtag some influencers. Something like I said, there's lots of cross promotion where they want to raise their platform. So if you have a few people, you got your own followers, they want access to those as influencers. If you're in the same niche, hashtag them, add them, see how they respond. Uh, my, my cousin just started a, a, a podcast. I'm in, encouraging all, all, you know, my friends and family that have a voice uh, and creativity to start a podcast. He, he utilized, I, I won't say the name of the, of the artist. He utilized one of this artists, uh, uh, you know, uh, intros in the, in the skid and, and you, had one of their their products kind of highlighted and they loved it they they reposted their their his podcast all right so you go go the influencer route i'm not saying not to pay for if you if your way is to pay for a marketer a big big time company do it i'm not telling anybody what to do i'm telling you things that you can do that sometimes are 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 a, a way to go a better way to go and then get in there with, with your own own hands Step into the water, wade into the water in these groups, in these interviews, in these comic cons, because uh, everybody's a potential customer. So treat everybody with respect. Give people value first before you ask for for you know compensation in return. Right? Uh, treat things professionally. You know, I've seen way too many. Hey, work for free. Hey, I don't have any money, uh, but can you can you come produce something with me? You're not going to get a professional artist. You're not going to get a high quality writer that's looking to do that if they if they're serious about their craft, right? If they're business savvy, uh, they're they're going to smell that a mile away. And you're probably doing this as just an individual because if you saw this as a as a business venture and you had an LLC, then back to what I was saying earlier, then that's a write off. You can pay a, a somebody to make your comic because you know that that's part of an investment, and and you have a way to write that off with some tax uh, some tax benefits. All right. So you know, get out there, be, you know, connect with your with your your own foundation. Uh, uh, be respectful of people, uh, you know, build that that uh, that brand uh, in the right way with all the elements uh, and don't leave anything off the table in sales. Don't leave money on the table. So, yeah, get in, get on on a podcast, start a YouTube channel. Get on Instagram, get on Facebook. I see a lot of people, oh, what's better? What's better? Use them all. 
use them all use them all I, one thing i haven't got on is twitter so if you're doing good on twitter and you're finding that you can build a good brand on twitter please reach out to me and let me know because I, I i found that to be a very surface uh, uh you know on the surface type of interaction with, with people whereas facebook's they 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 most of them know you somehow connected to you you know tangent gently and, and have a vested interest in your success uh, instagram uh, if, if you're in comics a very visual medium so if you have cool art they'll like they'll share I, i've supported people's kickstarters from an instagram interaction so those, you know and the way you, you get on those hashtags and a lot of these cross platforms you know you, you, get, you get on instagram they'll go follow your facebook group or vice versa uh, and you're, you're talking in with artists and creators uh, you start building that network very genuinely with people that just like you and want to see you successful. All right. And, and the last thing is, is I, I've been on a few interviews and, you know, they're like, hey, how do people get to you? Like, oh, well, go to my go to my Instagram, Royal House Comics. But I, I got my own author Instagram. It's a RJ Curtis author. <laughs> uh, but I got my personal, which I started with, you know, just send them all different directions. Uh, have one website. Uh, that you that can be like a landing page, which which I have a landing page now. Roderick Curtis, R A U D R I C, my name Curtis C U R T I S, capital B, uh, in book, dot great G R eight, number eight dot com. All right, so I know that was kind of a mouthful, but you know I had to get just one, which is a lot less than giving them three different handles, right? So and that that kind of shows a little bit about Pharaoh versus Priest. A little bit about Dombe with links to our Facebook page, and you can kind of find me from there. So, Roderick Curtis, R A U D R I C C U R T I S, capital B in book, dot great G R number eight dot com. And, and please uh, follow our, our, our Facebook group, Royal House Comics. Uh, thank you for another, for joining another episode in the house. Uh, we always talk about indie comics, uh, visual, anime, you know business side marketing side what's hot coming out so please join us for another episode coming soon we're going to talk about how to engage in good storytelling on the next episode enjoy yourself be blessed